everybody. Amanda here, CEO of Multitude, the podcast collective that this incredible show is a part of. And before we get started today, I want to tell you about something new that we are doing here at Multitude happening right now. It's the multi-crew drive. Now, Multitude exists because of the support of listeners like you. And the very best way of supporting Multitude is to join the multi-crew, a membership program that lets you, our listeners, help fund new work from Multitude and get exclusive perks. So between now and October 1st, we are running the Multi-Crew Drive. We will be highlighting the ways your support makes a difference and show off all the ways that we pay it back to you, our community. We are running a couple of very cool specials that are not going to happen any other time this year. If you join the multi-crew by October 1st, you can get a brand new This Mug Supports Conversational Podcasts That Bring People Together mug. Very, very cool. And if you are an annual member at any level on October 1st, you will get your names inscribed forever on the We Put 2023 On Our Back plaque, which we will look at every day in the Multitude office. Some very cool stuff. Check it all out at multicrew.club. To learn more about the Multicrew Drive, stick around for the mid-roll in this episode where your host will tell you all of the best ways that you can join or visit multicrew.club to learn more about the drive. All right, let's get the show started. I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk Last time on Join the Party. The crew heads towards the divine labyrinth where another key is supposedly hidden. But the boiling reef roils and burns directly in the way. 
Luckily, Troy uses his newfound, wow, turns out I'm alive and not a dead prince, so I can use my prince powers, to hail a craggish outpost on the outskirts of the hot, hot sea. They are greeted by Commander Abernathy Vineyard, who is a young, fastidious hedge with a massive vine arm that he uses as his main appendage. I thought it was pretty neat. After recognizing Troy, learning that Umby and his father knew each other and drank a lot of wine and maybe kissed, and just generally fascinated by Cammy, Commander Vineyard proposes a favor. How would they like to be privateers? Heist, 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 heist. Heist, 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 heist. Let's get the party started. Commander Vineyard leans over his desk, not pushing anything over because his desk is so clean. So there's a clear line for him to lean over his desk because... Smart. It's good planning. All he does is put things into piles so that if he had the chance to lean over a desk, he would. He loans over the desk and says, So would the three of you like to be privateers? Is that like a contract thing that we can get out of at any time or like is it a month to month lease situation <laughs> or like what's the deal with that? Uh, you need to yeah, so you need to give a security deposit ahead of time and well, then I don't pay I'm not you. paying you a broker's fee. And then you need to prove that you make 60% you make 60 times this job in order you'd forget it. Oh, it's paid. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. It, this is just for this. I mean, you, I was not expecting, uh, you know, I have to gonna have to rearrange my schedule. I wasn't expecting that uh, the crown prince was alive and that a friend of my father's was, was here and a... And me too. Magical yeah. user of some indeterminate origin would come here. We would, I mean, we could spend an hour, two hours figuring out the taxonomy of and what, it, what I should properly call you, sorcerer, witch wizard, witch. Tea witch is good. Tea witch, interesting, interesting. So you received your magic. If I can look at my chart, and he pulls a chart down of how <laughs> all the magic goes to different people. So you received your magic from a curse from a more powerful magic user, either of from ill from ill intention or just accidentally. I guess so. I'm getting distracted by charts. Hold on. It happens to the best of us, man. And then Troy uh, stabs a dagger into the middle of that beautiful desk. Let's do it. Wait, before we say yes, what is your policy on accidental casualties? I was going to say murder. Casualty is a much better word. Uh, we do have uh, we do have a policy on it. I think. Would you like me to go over what's happening, or no. are we just into it? Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Fine. Turn me loose. I'm ready. I'm into it. Uh, okay, wonderful. Sorry, um, I do need details. I don't want rules. No, no rules. Well, there are some rules in that there are policies oh, that are currently enforced. Where are we from? We have a phrase for this. No rules, just right. Out back, steakhouse. Yeah. If you wanted to like adopt that for whatever reason, I mean, you're welcome to. But, you know, anyway, just tell us what we got to know. I know that you've only met me for a short amount of time, but that goes against every single root in my being. So I yeah. I cannot. I, there needs, in, in fact, it is yes rules just right. They're clearly delineated so that we understand each other. Huh. It used to be It used to be no rules just right. Of the mound of sand, then you turn left uh -huh. after the dispen like the bar, but that got really unwieldy, so they cut it off. Yeah. So what's this heist we're doing? 
I don't understand this inside joke. I'll have to I'll have to catch up on it before. So, uh, hold on. He reaches into a desk and pulls out like a sheaf of papers and starts writing on them. So regimented, like a typewriter, like one word and then the next word and the next word, and the clearest handwriting you've ever seen. Like his handwriting is a font. That's cool. It's like that twenty percent mom handwriting. Yeah. Where it's like you are writing this too clear just so that you make sure that no one ruins your grocery list. Uh-huh. He's just tearing through the sheaf of papers. All right. The situation is, in five hours, our intelligence tells us that an overstocked trading vessel is coming near the boy is coming near the boiling reef to cut corners to get from one side of Vertistello to the other. Now, this would understand this would be understandable. Overstocked ships routinely cut through dangerous waters to get there faster. Uh, and also depending on where the moon and in the house and what year, what time everyone was born when, in, I can't when really Jupiter that. aligns with Mars, right, mm-hmm. right. No, that's just the bullshit we tell you to make you confused about when and where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's real. Oh yeah, um Umbi here is from Overstock, so he may have some good some good knowledge. What uh well that's what I <laughs> We can't we can't figure out how we track it as considering how they use the moon and how how those things are going from one way or another. However, it seems from according to our intelligence, this looks a little bit stranger than just a regular regular overstock trading vessel. From what we've been able to see, there are many more people on board than sh- than should be. Although it is the usual, although it's the usual longer longer ship. Uh, that you would that we would under that we would understand. Also, they no one had uh, no one has pulled over every hour to pee, which we also found interesting. Do you? They pull over the boat to pee. <laughs> do you all not just pee over the side? That's what I do. No, we do. They do. Oh, is Overstock one of those places where you can only pee in a special little room? What is only for peeing? No. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, that is weird. It's weird and it's weird they're not doing the weird thing. Good job, Commander. <laughs> so are you saying there's like more crew compliment than normal? There seems to be more people on board. Also, please do not <laughs> don't slap me up in the back while I'm writing this down. I still I'm still trying to figure out write out this writ. Uh, of course, this is just a hunch and we can't do anything as official as official Crags uh, as official Kingdom of the Crags business. But we were wanted something. We wanted someone to go over and check out what exactly is going on. Unfortunately, because of this interesting surprise for the three of you, here's the bad news. We've already hired out a pirate team to go investigate this. However, I'm more than willing to send you three out as well, considering the wonderful fortuitousness that is uh, having the three of you here. Still alive. Truly. Incredibly. Writing, writing, writing. Turn the page over. If you could do this at the same time and also take care of them and also take care of them. The other, sh- the other crew. May I ask who the other crew is? You're saying you want us to accidentally casualty them? However, you t- please don't say those things out loud. That is not in my responsibility as administrator to know. Just how you do it. Uh, however you do it is however you do it. If cool. It turns out that uh, they have their own. Inti- we only found out later. We don't have the greatest intelligence 
here at here. It's because I died. Get it? <laughs> no, not you. No, not you, Prince Troy. It seems that some of the people uh, who gave us a reference had uh, had an interest in the uh, had an interest in the crew who was going out there. Turns out, not only do they do freelance privateering, but they're also highly invested in the smuggling involved in this because this ship is moving is moving bolts and bolts of high quality silk. Interesting. Spider silk? Uh-oh. No, not not uh, no, this is overstock silk. This is different. Worm silk. Corn ah. silk. Silkworm worm silk. Yes. Be- beautiful corn corn worm silk. Exactly. Ah. Ooh. Um again, do we know the name of this crew or where the, what title they're going by? We or? do. This is the High Roses crew. High Roses crew. Can I roll a history check on the High Roses crew? Sure. Blech. That is an 18, 17 plus one. That's that's a good roll, uh, Thank you. Julia. Yeah, the High Roses crew, um, they probably should have looked into them because they're mostly known as smugglers more than anything else. <laughs> Damn. Damn bitch. They seem to be accruing wealth from themselves and moving things on behalf of the various bodies that are involved in Vertistello. Their only reliance is with themselves, considering how all of them wear a garment of pink to designate their alliance over anything. And it is, again, they would rather die than remove said article of clothing. Right. Like mean They girls. would die for their die? Yes. Yes. That's very, Brandon. Hey, Brandon, that's a very good point. That's, I hadn't thought thanks. of it before, and that's yeah. a really good point that you brought Julie, up. Julie, I'm sorry for cutting you off with my that's okay, just buddy. perfect, spot-on, beautiful 10 out of 10 pun <laughs> joke thing. Wordplay. So the crew wears pink garments to signal their unity to each other. Yes, correct. Okay. Yes, uh, we. I've already. I've already flung the informant who made the recommendation. I should have known from the uh, dark pink ascot that they were wearing the entire time, and that's on me. That's hey. on me for oh. not being hey. out. For I. I sometimes you have to delegate, and you don't make the right choice, and that's on me as a manager, as an as administrator. Hey. I have hired people because of their fashions before. <laughs> Sometimes it is not the right call. Usually it is not. But I only just learned that. I appreciate your empathy, Prince Troy. Thank you. Thank you. Was that the green folk that we saw fly over our head earlier that you did an accidental casualty on? No, that was a different green. That was a different green. Oh, okay. There's a lot of flinging happening here. Yeah. You fling a good two, three people a day on the uh, on the. <laughs> Outpost. Yeah, uh, headquarters. Headquarters wants us to hit a quota. This outpost sounds super fun. It's like a bar in the Breaking Glasses quotient. Like you just count on it. You know, it's just yeah. it's got to happen. It's built, stay here? built in. It's built into yeah. our budget. It's yeah. built into our budgets. Yeah, I bet your budgets are really neat. Don't worry, <laughs> just... don't worry, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, Prince Troy. It's fine. Don't worry, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> 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 Cammy leans in Detroit. Are we gonna steal from here? Is this what we're? They have a good budget. Wink. No, I think he thought I was flirting, and then as I was saying it, I was like, "Am I flirting?" <laughs> oh, because oh, but it's not appropriate. Budget. It's not, gotcha. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. Budget. The budget. The actual budget. Oh. Come on. Okay. Do green folk call their butts buds? It's a bud. God damn it, Brandon. I don't know. And finished. As he ties up the sheaf as he ties up the sheaf of papers and folds it delicately like when you first get a map uh, that shows you the roads in the state of Montana. This is also for you. If you end up getting into any trouble, you can use this as a writ of privateering. But please only use this in case of an emergent in case of an emergency situation as you, you know. Yeah, we know the score. 
Okay, very quick question because I don't know politics. That's Umby. Um, what up? If, if we, what up, Umby? If we, as privateers for the Crags, attack a official overstock vessel, is that a declaration of war? Well, that's what I'm. Tr- that's why we're trying to make sure that this is only used in an emergency. Of course, though, I think that if something rotten is going on in the state of that ship. It wouldn't be that wouldn't be a problem in the first place. Got it. Okay. Don't get All caught right. and don't out tell what's going people on. we're privateers yeah. unless we got to. Exactly. Okay. There's a reward. Of course, there's a reward for you if you all come back. Uh, we have we do have a shipment of we do have uh, some extra amber rattling around. I heard shipment. Of I amber. heard shipment as well. Uh, that's not what it is, and that's not what it is. Um, we do have some extra amber rattling around for just this type of emergency. We're more than happy to give it to you, and of course, uh, supply Prince Troy and his uh, interesting and powerful friends uh, upon his for, uh, upon his further journey. Well, what are you offering exactly? Is this a negotiation thing? And the amount of amber, I mean? I'm sure a good three, four, five amber, no? Five amber. I'd say two amber per person. I'd say six amber. I have four designated for this interaction. (laughs) Unfortunately, I do not have more than that. And the tip? That sounds fair. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Okay. I would normally ask for rock grubs, but I think I'm never going to eat one again. (laughs) It's a long story. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can give you all four, if you achieve, if you achieve all the objectives, one, figure out what's on, what's going on with the ship Two, get out of there without anyone knowing that you were hired by me and three deal with the high roses crew and deal with just means like, again, as, as, as a a manager and administrator is not my job to look over what you are doing. I just want. I just want to know what the end game for deal with them means. You don't have to say kill them. I just want to know what you don't want them to do. If they were here now, would you fling them over the wall like you did that other guy? Well, you know, when you're working with contractors, it's kind of you get what you get. And that's on uh, that's on me. I should have done a better evaluation uh, using Pirate's List. Pirate Angie's List. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I looked at Craig's List before, but Craig, I had already th- fling, I have already flinged away because yeah, he, would, yeah. he didn't give good information. I get it. Um, well, when I, what I mean by deal with is that they should not call, they should not return. They should not be able to return saying that they successfully achieved the job upon which I hired them for. Okay. Our intelligence indicates that the overstock ship, which you can call we which you can call the Trade Wind Three. Trade Wind Three. Trade Wind Three. It's coming as close as possible in four hours. I'm sorry that unfortunately this is kind of a rush job, but uh so was the surprise of seeing of seeing all of you here in the first place. Speak. That's all the information that I told the High Roses crew. They might have a jump on you because they were able to investigate this a few days ago. So just keep your wits about you, but I'm sure you'll be able to take care of it. Um, do you have any ways that we can more easily navigate the Boiling Reef or uh, any like items that'll make it less hot out there or... Again, that not a problem for me. Again, I, I, I don't. Un- this might be a cultural thing. I don't understand how it is hot for you. <laughs> what is? I'm not sure what's. Con- for, it's just something I don't understand. I'm from Overstock. <laughs> we get hot very easily. 
We're very old. Okay. Do you have like a map of the steam geysers, what almost destroyed our ship, you know? It's not it's coming in they're coming on the outside of the boiling reef. You'll be you'll still be able to navigate your way through. However, of course, you can choose to get over there. However, you, you can choose to get over there however you want. There is a uh, there is a sandbar that cuts through the boiling reef that you might be able to jump from if you'd like to, but uh-huh. I, I will say that, that is something that I've told to the previous crew as well. Cool. Got it. And how does the how does the trade wind know how to get through the reef without getting like blasted to smithereens? Oh, they don't. But they'd rather make they'd rather quote make better time than figure out the this figure out the safest way. Damn. Usually, our overstock folks aren't really scared of death, so you know, yeah. weird. They take risks. It's a real. You only live once. In in glory of pursuing knowledge, knowledge, wealth, and self-actualization. I mean, this version of you only lives once, but you'll logobsk. Thank you. I was hoping someone would say that. As we always say. Yeah. Tight. All right. I'm ready. Do you have any, like, cool daggers or rapiers or maybe, like, a cool cannonball that I could borrow? I assumed items. I assumed I would not have to provide equipment to the private. So I had to bring my own laptop. <laughs> Do you have a merchant? Oh yeah, I'd love to uh, to stock up on my my arrows and stuff. You all have an armory? An armory, a merchant, someone I could buy fruit from. Some uh, <laughs> unwitting soldiers we could knock out and take equipment from. I would love an apple. Ooh, <laughs> we have we certainly have that. If you would just like an apple, we could get you an apple. I would love an apple. <laughs> would you like green, yellow? Yes. Uh, okay, we can get you green, a green apple. Excellent. Okay, for sure. Thank you. Um, unfor- I mean, this is, uh, well, what exactly, I, I can tell you, what, what exactly are you looking for? Um, hmm. Cool shit. What uh, there's just something uh, I'm not saying, guys. Can you can you hear me say cool shit? Because cool I don't. Shit. I can hear you say cool shit. Yeah. Maybe okay, because maybe it was me, but I, um, I think the prince suggested an armory. I suggested a merchant. I suggested something. a cool cannonball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we are still just an outpost out here on you the Great Salty. We don't have in castle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything's brand spanking new. There's no better arrows here than this stuff I've been carrying around. We have more of the same. Again, it's more. It was more of an improvement plan put in put in place. It was like a an a Great Salt Sea growth plan put in place by a royal three peoples ago, and we ah. still just have the same basic things that are sent here. Okay, old Gus the Gassy. <laughs> yeah, the ga- the gassy was actually uh, the fact that he wanted to expand so quickly. Ha! Nice. <laughs> all right. Ha! Just just messing with you. That's all right. Buddy. That's all right. That wasn't a joke. That was his political. <laughs> he was a firefly. Goals. Yeah. I'll tell you guys all about him later. Let me ask you this. When you talked and hired the High Roses crew, did you like get any sense just of your own sort of powers of observation? Do you get any sense of like they hate getting wet, or uh, you know, aphids will eat their leaves, or anything like that? You know, just any weaknesses. Hate being hot. Or, That's our thing. Or anything they love that we can use to our advantage. Love being hot. Love pink. 
Love pink. That's true. The thing that is the highest priority to them is each other more than anything else. So ah. it seems as they have a certain level of pride for us also pulling one over on me to uh, to take whatever is on on the trade winds. So okay, they definitely cool. won't turn on each other. Got it. Prob- no, it seems like they won't. Okay. I got a plan, guys. Let's go. Okay. All right. Commander, thanks. <laughs> We're going to go over there, get that boat, deal with that crew, figure out what's going on, and get back here without anybody knowing. That, that's the plan. Certainly, I certainly hope that that will ha- I certainly hope that will happen. I'm not someone to double book a job like this, but it's, it's the opportunity was just uh, too too interesting for everyone. This is this is the high point of my of my fortnight. What can I say? Us also, if you count the fortnight as starting yesterday. We <laughs> <laughs> had a really good beach day the other day. Yeah, no, nah, it was great. It wouldn't be fair to count it all in the same fortnight, you know. Oh no, no, that you count whenever whenever it, whenever it begins. <laughs> all right. Cool. We have a real reality show piece of B-roll where we watch the sun go over, come over through the sky. Real time lapse of going from day to night. Do we long rest? No. I'm just asking. No, Julia. No. It seems like no. we long rested. Seems like time do- passed. You'd probably be doing stuff and preparing while you're doing that. What if I long rest as a it's preparation? Only four hours. <laughs> I, I took well what if I napped instead I mean you can short rest but I think we're all full up to HP aren't we yeah well I wanted to use uh, shapes and omens again uh, but that's fine no no Julia, no well now I'm realizing that probably those shapes and omens were this large crew that is like part of a bigger thing yeah the high roses Umbi. yeah thank you baby <laughs> Umby, have you ever heard of anything like this? Like a boat with with a lot of people in it or a boat where like it doesn't exactly look like a boat, but there's actually something inside it and you like present it to somebody like, hey, I'm just a boat. Don't worry about me. And then they like let you in the walls of your city and then they all go sleepy time. And then when they wake up, you have like sacked their city from the inside. Just like, for example, a Trojan boat. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Troy, it's like a cool thing that you specifically could do. (laughs) Oh, all right. Umbi, do you think they're like smuggling people? I don't know. Eric, can I roll a history check and see if I know anything about this? Umbi, how'd you break that fourth wall again? <laughs> I don't think that you'd be able to figure it out from a history check. Okay. This is just like. So the thing that's weird is that there's more like guards and stuff on deck. There's gotcha. more like people. There's, you know, there there's only so many people that should run like a sailing merchant. Or a merchant ship, because then you have to pay more people. So the more people you have on deck, yeah, the more people you have to pay eventually when you get there. Uh, so there's like a bunch of people on who's like standing on deck, which feels bad. Cool to their intelligence. Have I heard anything or heard of the Trade Wind Three before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is not everything that Vineyard said. A hundred percent checks out. Like that's like yeah. They do all that stuff. That is a trade route used to cut time off of going from overstock across the Great Salt Sea, a relatively new... Now, it would be a relatively new one, obviously, because it's calibrated for a post-Cascade world. Sure. But this certainly makes sense. So they're just a generic merchant ship. 100%, yeah. Cool. So it's probably a lot more important than Silk, then, if they got so many guards, no? Probably, yeah. Maybe they got a key on board or something. Could be fun. 
Could be fun. Could be interesting. Love that. Uh, I got a couple ideas, a couple thoughts. Hit us. So, uh, we ha- I think we have a couple routes here. So, one, I think um, Commander Vineyard is obviously trying to play us against these pirates. That's one of the missions. We take care of them. Yeah. But I'm sure he also told them to, you know, he's going. they're going to take care of us. Like, you know, he's just playing us against each other. I, I, whatever. So, couple thoughts. One, if we truly just want to go and play the mission by the book, I could get some potion of water breathing. We could do a stealth oh. mission onto their boat, you know, and try to take them out while they're, like, not paying attention. Um, or, second thought, we could try to join forces with them, do the mission, come back, attack the base, take all their amber, split it halfway. But they only have four amber. <laughs> well, I think they're lying about that. <laughs> okay. Why would he lie? I'm the prince. <laughs> For lots of reasons. Third idea. This is a little bit wacky, but if we do a plan, if we try to play them against each other and that their greatest weakness is that they don't want to like lose each other, right? They don't want to be split. So what we could do is like say that we're gonna join forces and like try to come to a, a deal and then like take some hostages and be like, stop this mission and we'll give you your people back, right? Like use them as bargaining chips. I also have some some sovereign glue, uh, some sovereign glue that I could like you know, we could attach ourselves to the people and and. Only I have the solvent unless you do what we say, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Damn. So this is just some ideas that came to mind. I wonder if there's like a skill in the game of Dungeons and Dragons where you can figure out if someone's telling the truth oh. and figure out their vibes. Does that work if I'm not <laughs> next to him anymore? Uh, Yeah, because you could have done it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Can I roll an inside check? Yeah. Uh, I'll also say, Umbi, I love all those ideas. My only concern is because these people are so loyal to themselves, uh, I don't think that they would be really willing to uh, have other people join forces with them. They seem very insular. That's a good question. Um, Eric, are they more, are they insular in that they would never want to work or hire with other people? Don't trust outsiders. Or are they loyal? Like they would do anything for their people, but they might also work with other people. I need a history check from somebody about that. I'll do that. Okay. I did roll that one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 15 plus three for insights. I also rolled a 15 plus <gasps> one for a 16. Okay, wow. wonderful. So in regards to the vibes of Commander Vineyard, um, he wouldn't have extended this to you if you were not a friend of his father's and the not dead Crown Prince Troy. Okay. He's not trying to mess with you. He is very happy to give this to someone who he trusts much, much more. He actually truly wants us to succeed over the crew of the High Roses. Correct. That was my read, yeah. Cool. Great. That's good to know. Yeah. 16. Um, Let's see. I think it's a little squishy. I mean, most pirates don't necessarily want to work with each other, and I don't know. I'm not really sure that a group that brands themselves together would trust someone else. But, you know, money talks, always. 
how big is this crew? Like, is it big enough that, like, if we just put on pink clothing, we could be like, oh, we're new recruits from the other ship. <laughs> it's very cute. I, well, I, we could find out. Oh, here's option four. We could ask them to smuggle us somewhere and pretend that, you know, and then take them out from we the have inside. Things to smuggle. I think that hostage idea is great. I don't know if I want them glued to me necessarily, but. <laughs> I would uh, not like anyone glued to me. Yeah. Well, I'll glue them all to me then. I'll okay. take one for the that team. That won't be weird. <laughs> I mean, then they could just like separate you and then run. But anyway, yeah, no, I just, I mean, I think we. Nani giggles thinking about all of these pirates glued to Umbi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Nani's like, do it, do, do it, do it. <laughs> so option whatever the one i said about uh double crossing off the table other options still on the table stealth mission smuggle us like uh uh we're hiring the mission or um hostage situation i think stealth mission can turn into hostage situation if need be that's true that's what i always say start quiet do hostage later if you gotta Right. <laughs> if you get loud, hostages. Mm-hmm. But I really love the idea, Cammy, of having something pink on us just in case. Yeah. Can I go into someone's like room and find pink clothing and just tear it up and give us each like a little like cravat or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There definitely shouldn't be anything pink in this uh, army base, but someone has just like a nice like blouse that they wear on off days. Yeah. Give me an investigation. Yeah. Chart. Or white ones, and we can find a nice little salmon berry. Oh, that was so good. Hold on. <laughs> Investigation's only plus one. That that is a dirty twenty then. <laughs> Well, luckily they're having a themed party tonight, so there's just so strawberries and cream themed. Strawberry and cream themed party, so uh, there are plenty of pieces of pink clothing that you can grab. Wonderful! I steal one. Cool. What? What is it? What's everyone' piece of pink clothing? Um, I think Cammy makes Umby a nice cravat. (gasps) That's what I was gonna say. Troy gets like one of those like neck bandanas where it's like jauntily tied to the side. (laughs) Damn. And then Cammy like does a little like hair tie situation, like a scrunchie, <laughs> cute, or like the band of her hat. Yes, also the band of the hat. I like that. Okay, I just like the idea of giving her a little like colonial man ponytail. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Can you take your headphones off for a second? We got plan. Oh, the heist begins. Bye, Eric. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Amanda. We are recording this midroll ahead of time because Yom Kippur happens uh, the day before this episode comes out. So thank you in advance to all of the people who have joined our Patreon in the last little while. We will absolutely thank you next time. If you would like to join and make sure your name is included in the next batch of thank yous, go to patreon.com slash join the party pod, where so many wonderful bonus things can be yours, like our biweekly party planning podcast, the patron only discord, which is simply the best place on the internet, and all kinds of other goodies. That's patreon.com slash join the party pod. 
This week at Multitude, it is the multi-crew drive, where we are highlighting the way that listeners like you support what we do at Multitude. From now until October 1st, which is coming up in a few days, we are trying to add 100 new and upgrading members to the multi-crew, which is, of course, the membership program that lets you help fund new work from Multitude, like the new member show we are announcing very soon and all of the cool programs happening after that plus get exclusive perks. Now, if you are like, hey, Multitude, I think they're cool. Uh, Thumbs up. I want them to succeed. The best thing you can do to help us do that is join the multi-crew, especially annual plans are super, super helpful. You get two months free, by the way, when you sign up for an annual plan, which is amazing, but you also get exclusive perks. So everybody, everybody who is an annual member, on October 1st, we'll get their names on a brand new We Put 2023 on our back plaque, which we will take lots of photos of and look at every single day in our office. And if you are a new member, if you join the multi-crew between now and October 1st, or you are an existing member who upgrades your plan, either a higher tier or going from monthly to annual, you're also going to get a brand new This Mug Supports Conversational Podcasts That Bring People Together mug. It's amazing. I love the design. You are going to love it too. Plus, we are donating a portion of any new revenue we raise this month to the North Brooklyn Angels, which is an organization providing free meals in the neighborhood where our studio is here in North Brooklyn. So what are you waiting for? Come on over, go to multicrew.club and sign up before October 1st, before the end of the day, to get those amazing perks. Come on over, multicrew.club. We are sponsored this week by Elderwood Academy, which is a group of artists handmaking immersive and custom D&D accessories just for you. In a recent episode, Brandon held up his wonderful dice tower and we all went, ooh and ah. And you know what? Sure enough, that's from Elderwood Academy. It's so nice. I've been using the Pisces dice tray, which is totally amazing and helps me uh, lose my dice less often. Now, the things that you may know best from them are their hex chest dice boxes and their spellbook gaming box, which are both so beautiful, but they have been making all kinds of creative artistic gaming accessories since 2014. If you are listening to this podcast, you are part of the gaming community and Elderwood wants you to be happy in your gaming life. So they support the items that they make for life. Now, if you go to elderwoodacademy.com, which trust me, you want to do, use code join the party for 10% off. That's elderwoodacademy.com, code join the party. Finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, there are a lot of times, uh, this morning in particular, when I woke up at uh, 4.30 in the morning, not not needing to, uh, just because my brain decided that was a perfect time to think about my life and all my choices, racing thoughts can really disrupt your day, disrupt your sleep, disrupt your life. And that absolutely sucks, but you're not alone in dealing with it. A, I definitely do. And B, you can use tools like therapy to help you figure out what's bothering you and how you can start to cope. Now, if you are thinking of starting therapy and you need a way that is online, that is more affordable than traditional therapy, that's convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, try BetterHelp. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. On the moonlit sea, punctuated only by jets of scalding hot steam. The freighter 
the SS trade winds slide silently through the water. Except for... I said that already. Because the podcast, so I had to say that. A spooky glow radiates from the deck of the trade winds, illuminating the deck in a weird sort of like one fluorescent light bulb on sort of way, and also lighting the sea ahead. Is it foggy? It could be. Yeah, it is foggy. It's a little I think foggy. it's foggy. So that's why oh, yeah. they need it. It's foggy. In the distance, you see the shadow of the craggish boiling reef outposts. They turn to the right to avoid the sand and coral bar jutting out to the left. Well, Eric, the sandbar may be a little bit more visible than usual because I think from that one fluorescent light, they see some confusing and cheap-looking glinting coming off of the the edge of the sandbar. (laughs) We want to say that it's cheap-looking. I think it looks pretty nice. Upon closer examination, they're like, "Uh, maybe this is cheap. But there, of course, is Havana Tropicana, looking like a dried-out garni of blood orange for a cocktail, waving pathetically with many, many glinting rings on his fingers. And Cammy is there as well, looking faint, hand to their head backwards, like, oh, I'm so faint. This is a terrible situation we found ourselves in. Now, Julia, I have to ask, when, when you guys were planning this heist, was there a moment when Cammy was like, oh, wait, Havana shouldn't be there by himself? Yes. <laughs> She's there to support her best friend, Havana Tropicana. <laughs> wait, so you want me to not to... You want me to get out there in a boat with all of this costume jewelry left mm-hmm. here by Arello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just... Maybe get taken by another pirate crew and just be right in the middle of this whole situation. Well, they won't be a pirate crew, Havana. They'll probably be merchants from Overstock. I'm no, the be- other pirate crew, the other one who's there. I will be there to protect you. Don't worry. You yeah. better. Havana, I you will. are not just our male doctor. You are also the most uh, pathetic looking and most plausible potential drowning victim we have. And my <laughs> best friend. Okay. I'm going to pray on it, but if you're there, that's fine. We'll walk this path together, Havana. Cammy okay. will do all the rowing. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Cammy, the light of the this like weird white blue fluorescent light, the edge of the glow comes close to your boat. Are you all right? What what's going on? Oh, we've been stranded on this sandbar. Please, sir, can you help us? Uh, you're not able to take care of yourself. We're a little bit on a tight schedule. No, sir, we wouldn't ask for help if we didn't need it. I'm so dry. <laughs> My poor friend here, he's dehydrated. Look at his his crystalline flesh. <laughs> and let's cut over to the sandbank where Umbi says, All right, bottoms up. And he hands a potion of water breathing to Troy as well as a potion of climbing. Cheers, brah. And Troy holding one between his pinky and ring finger and one between his middle and index finger. Wow. Swigs them both at the same time. Incredible. (laughs) As does Umbi, and they beautifully, flawlessly swan dive without making a single ripple into the ocean. And with Nani clasped around Troy's neck. Mm -hmm. Incredible. All right. Well, first of all, let's see how good that dive is. I need stealth checks from both of y'all. Okay. 
All right. If it helps, we can actually just slowly descend to the no, water. No, no, no. You wouldn't be doing a stealth check anyway. It's fine. I'm afraid that was only a six from Troy. Julia, I'm getting a rid of the six? mat. Yep. Get rid of the mat. I got a 10 plus two for 12. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Stealth is not our specialty, guys. But, you no. know, we have an, like a, an advantage, not advantage literally, but an advantage in that they're distracted by the boat. Yeah, we're we're probably about a uh, hundred yards down the uh, the sandbank from where Cammy and Havana are. Sure, I like it. Sploosh <laughs> as you swim as you swim over. Somehow the pawpaw enters the water, uh, you know, very very lightly, and Troy goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the muscles, you know. It's hard to aim yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kept your wings out, and you did like a belly flop, <laughs> so it just slap. Bigger target. I always say bigger target. <laughs> all right, Cammy. Uh, give me a deception roll, please. That's a 14 plus 3 for a 17. Ooh. Uh, okay, what? There's no other way for you to get. You sure? Okay, I guess you sure do look pretty pathetic. Uh, Thank you. We'll get some, yeah, we'll get some people down there for you. Just give us a second. Give me a, a perception check while you're there. That is another 14 plus 3 for a 17. Hey. Okay, cool. Someone's dice are loaded. Yeah, it's my dice. They're loaded. They're loaded <laughs> full of sparkly white clouds. Cammy, <laughs> yeah. Havana, Havana kind of like elbows you in the gut mm-hmm. and says, Hey, do you see where that light's coming from? It's coming from their, it's coming from their heads. From their heads? You look up, and as your eyes start to adjust, you see that that, like, halogen light, that blue-white halogen light, is coming from the head of the sailor who leaned over. What kind of green folk is this sailor? This is a uh, green folk's piece of wheat. Piece of wheat? (laughs) Uh, Piece of wheat. You are only able to figure that out after your eyes adjust because the main thing that stands out is that the whole top of this sailor's head is a sheared clean off. You can see their weird green brain. And there's a little greenhouse, like a miniature glass greenhouse built around their brain with like white, 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 blue halogen light dimly illuminating it. Cool. All right. Arcana check. Sure. What, what is this? Can I sniff the wind and see what kind of magic this is? Sure. I froze in real life. Oh my God, that's terrifying and so cool. I want that. I rolled another fucking 14. Jesus Christ. It's 18. Okay. Havana rolled worse than you. That's 18? Yeah. Well, there's certainly some magic. I think you're getting a lot of interference for keeping the brain out. There's obviously some like constant like healing magic happening at the same time, and that's the prevailing smell. Okay. So you're not getting a smell of magic off of the greenhouse or the light, but the like dominant scent you're getting is the fact that it's like there's something combined with some healing stuff. Huh. Interesting. Um, I'm going to telepathically communicate with Nani to relay the information. These people are weird. <laughs> Nani. <laughs> I don't know how I said that underwater. I know. (laughs) Just as Nani articulates that message that neither Troy nor Abby can understand. (laughs) Troy just gives her a thumbs up. (laughs) You guys kind of speak Nani at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we maybe arrive at the ship. These guys have beards? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think we arrive at the ship and uh, start climbing up. Sure. Where where exactly do you want to where do you want to scale it from? I would love to like pop my head above the water and see if there's any sort of like you know like a hole in the hold where there would be a cannon there sure or uh, other kind of like opening where like probably someone no one is right now but we can get they can easily sneak in a loading hatch yeah yes. the part where like the rudder is for maintenance with like a little door you can open stuff like that Ooh, yeah. i like that i think that you can also see as you're swimming around you also see that there are different this glow is kind of like punctuated at different parts of it it's a very long ship right it's a freighter so it's mostly long and relatively skinny so like as you're kind of moving along the side you're seeing that like these lights are being punctuated in different places and are moving a little bit like moving around like away so you can kind of find uh, i like what you said about the rudder that's interesting if you want to go up the back the butt yeah you want to go up the butt for sure they want to find out what the scuttle butt is <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I love that. So is there any light in that area, though? No, no, no. You can go up because there's the, the lights are great. You can see the lights for sure. Great. So what the you think the lights are, are like the, the guards and people and stuff? I don't know. But, uh, you know, I want to stay in the darkness for as long as we can until we know the scene. Totally. Also, can I drink that potion every day? It's so cool to be underwater. I know, right? Yeah. It takes some time. But, yeah, if you want. All right. After every time we sleep. <laughs> love it. Sure, for sure. Wake and chug. Uh, give me another stealth check. 14. Okay. Pretty good. Eight. Come on. <laughs> so we've got six, eight, 12, the, and 14. The dream team. Why do I let you guys go anywhere? Interesting, interesting. Because you also can't leave Havana alone. <laughs> and there's only two of you with Nadia. <laughs> we do have advantage on athletics checks. That we make to climb things. Yeah, yeah. No, you're able to... Th- th- I'm, I'm going to say you got it. If you oh, break, I, I'm caring more about the stealth. Thank you. You hop on, slorp. <laughs> I forgot about being wet after you swim. Ugh. Yeah, it happens. Um, try this. And then Umbi goes... <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> makes a loud noise while doing it. <laughs> Troy puts a hand over Umbi's mouth and then copies him. That was his eight. <laughs> that, was, nice. yeah, that was the eight. That was the eight for sure. Uh, I think that you are now, you've sl- tried to slip inside of the, like the rudder. There's like a space for the engines and the rudder in the back. You kind of climbed your way in and you hear, hey, is someone there? Are you get? are you drying off? Do you need a towel? Try freezes. Hey, is someone there? Can we have Nani like, just like slurp up like a sea creature yeah. in somehow? Said Nani. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do? I just like tap Nani on the butt and be like, uh, like uh, gesture my head, like uh, go. Yeah, what do you want? You want what do you want Nani to do? Nani like schlorps around the corner like Scooby Doo style to see who's talking. Oh okay. yeah, and just like you know, it's not weird if a sea creature somehow got into the boat. True, mm-hmm. I love that idea for sure. Nani looks over and there is a guard coming towards you with another glowing brain. Nani now sees another brain exposed greenhouse hat encompassing it. Hey, who's there? Is someone drying off? We're not supposed to be drying off. We gotta go. (laughs) Uh, Nadia, like, alerts them, being like, person coming, person coming. (laughs) Yeah, I think Troy and Umbi should try to scurry very quietly around the edge of the ship toward the holes to see whatever is in there. Should I have Nani cast a spell to maybe keep that guy from, or slow that guy down, perhaps? Well, my thought was that if Nani goes out in front of the guy and lets yeah. him see Nani, then 
Nani will just be like, I'm an octopus. Can she do performance? Can Nani do performance? Nani can do performance yeah. for sure. Yeah. Is it just one of you wanted to sound? Yeah. I mean, do you let's like, do like as if Eric, uh, you know, the Pokemon show, as if a Magikarp flopped into your rowboat and you're like, you don't belong here, Magikarp. Thank you. But no one would be like, oh, this Magikarp's trying to steal our secrets. An intruder. Right. No, that's no, true. No. All right. That all right. It can only splash, Brandon. It can only splash. <laughs> all right. What's Nani's charisma, Julia? Um, can Nani come out and then, like, do a little, like, wiggly dance and then uh, candy blast right in front of the guy so that there's a bunch of candy? <laughs> Great. <laughs> now, if a Magikarp did vomit Werther's originals, that might be weird. Much better. Mm-hmm. I'd be into that, honestly. I'd talk about it for years. Mm-hmm. I'd talk about it for decades. I'd write songs about it. Eric, would that be all right? Well, to what end? <laughs> to what end? One to, I don't know, make this guy be like, wow. I was going to give it to you. You could just do the dance. You don't have okay. to candy blast. Well, I wanted to like distract maybe him. Yeah. It's certainly distracting for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, Her charisma's not very high. That's the problem. <laughs> so you get a fish. <laughs> it's like you open a door and it's like, oh, no, there's a fish in there. And the fish is like, do you want some candy? <laughs> no, the, no, what happens is the fish, the fish vomits up where there's original you know what eric i'd forget why i was there in the first place make choices he said make bold choices the thing with candy blast is it also creates difficult terrain uh, sure, sure hell sure. yeah, yeah okay dude. okay so many worth there's so many so crinkly sticky. wrappers yeah yeah so am i just rolling charisma yeah roll charisma okay. <laughs> and the sound of the rappers of some of the rappers will disguise our footsteps that's so. what i'm hoping okay uh, it's a 16 minus 3 for a 13. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Enough. Enough. It's like, all right, now, first alarm. There just seems to be uh, some aquatic uh, aquatic creature just got back here. I'm going to toss you out. And then the guard picks Nani up. and like, all right, I'm going to throw you back the way you came. And the guard is still coming towards the door. <laughs> uh, she's going to suction cup his face. <laughs> okay, sure. Give me a tech roll. Yeah. It's a 12 plus 4 for a 16 to hit. Oh, that hits for sure. I'm going to try to combat that. No, I rolled a 4, so we, so we can't. <laughs> Nani is now suction cup to this guard's face. Cool. The target is now grappled. Yeah, Yay. no, I was really grappled. No, no, it's attacking me. I want her directly over his eyes and end the, like, dome that's Ooh. on his brain. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. As, as Nani, Nani is, like, zapping his brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so the guard stumbles into kind of this, like, outdoor engine room in which the two of you are standing. Like, help! I've got an attack, man! Am I an aquatic creature? As soon as Nani poked her head around the corner, Umbi and Troy were booking it as quietly and quickly as they can out of that side room, up the like side of the boat, like along the perimeter, to try to get their way into the hold. Cool. I like that. Uh, give me another stealth check. I got a 14 plus 2 for 16. 16. And good thing, guys, we are breaking our streak because I did get a natural one, which is an odd number. Um, Ooh, okay. That's yeah. exciting. You got a natural one? Yep. Great. Excellent. Uh, maybe bring the mat back out. Maybe we didn't give the mat enough chance. You know, I'm just, I'm banishing this die. Goodbye. Can you do a ricochet on a stealth check? <laughs> I cannot. Natural one. Okay. 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 
Yeah, uh, I think as we go, again, Umby, pear-shaped lad that he is, is is squeezing between barrels around stuff, stepping over, like, broomsticks that are, you know, rattling his way. And Troy just, like, is ping-ponging <laughs> just between loud things, trips over a barrel, uh, hits into a, a door. By his own barrel. Yeah, <laughs> steps on a rake, it smacks him in the nose. Something <laughs> else falls and, over, breaks a window. And then Troy stumbles backwards and hits a big red glowing button in this engine room as you catch yourself and hustle after Ami. Uh, Oh, sorry. no, you don't know. Oh, you don't, Troy, you don't know you did that. Oh, all right. And there's no, it's a silent alarm. There's no. Oh, you don't know what it is. Cool. We don't hear anything, Eric. <laughs> no, you don't hear anything. No, it, it doesn't go. Wah, wah, That's wah. what I'm asking. Yeah. I no, pictured no, no, no. the lighting all going red and strobe no, lights. No, 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 okay. no, All right. Big red button. I think big red strobe lights, but that's on me. Yeah. 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 Um, up in the other direction, Cammy and Havana are getting help from the sailors. There's now three sailors with you. All of them have the spooky dim fluorescent light radiating out of their brains encased by this little greenhouse and they're pulling out like this big winch because they're like all right so the way we're gonna get the way that we're gonna do this we're gonna pull you off of the sandbar and then you're just gonna be able to go on your way just leave just get and then just get out of the way because we're kind of we're, we're a little bit behind schedule not to be rude what's going on with your head because <laughs> you you understand that this is not something that everyone sees every day. Uh, excuse me, uh, miss, can you clarify what you mean? Um, the giant light and greenhouse and your exposed brains. Oh, well, that's pretty simple for me to explain. Well, the reason is, and then, Cammy, the boat lurches forward ah. and grinds up on the sandbar next to you ah. and smashes into your tiny boat. Uh-oh. Please make a dexterity <laughs> saving throw. Oh, good, because I'm great at those, Eric. Mm -hmm. Famously so. Can I use my Air Jorbins to dunk my way onto the sandbar? Absolutely, sure. <laughs> the, the definition of dunk is so funny to me. Then make okay. a, uh, a strength saving throw, then. A 13 minus 1. For, for 12? Uh, wait, hold on. With the, the Corsier Jorbins. You get a, you get oh, advantage. I get advantage. Okay, mm. sorry. Huh. Yeah, it's a 13 minus uh, 1 for a 12, because the second roll was a natural 1. Oh, Great. Jesus oh. Christ. Oh, boy. Well, guys, think think on the bright side. This time, an entire stadium won't come crumbling down around us, killing hundreds. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I don't like how many dice you just rolled. Fuck you. Sorry, you almost got ran over by a big boat, so I, okay. think, I think that's what happens. All right, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 11 points of damage, please, Cammy, to both Cammy okay. and Havana as a boat smashes their little dinghy that flings you back onto the sandbar and you are sliced into by some of the coral and rocks on that sandbar. Ow! Rude! Hey, what was that? Hey, what was that? Who's messing with the engine? Not me. I am here feeling faint. Oh, no. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh, miss... Uh, we have to deal with this, uh, please. Yeah, it sounds like you don't have a problem anymore because you don't even have a boat. Uh, we have to, <laughs> we have to figure this out. I'm sorry. I think we have more of a problem now without a boat. Well, we can't help you now. I'm sorry. We have to go take care of this. Excuse me. Please bring us to habitable land. And the sailors leave. Green. All right. I think uh, Cammy is going to follow the sailors like an asshole who is like, sir, I demand service right now. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to you, you climb up onto the boat? Cammy would like to use Regency self-possession to get what she wants. 
She would like to Karen it. I, I like that. You try to climb up just on the on the front of the boat. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Please, we're so desperate. Help us. Make a perception check for me, really quickly. Yeah. You know, Cammy's perceiving the hell out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Sixteen plus three for a nineteen. Um, there's someone moving around in the in the water behind you, farther on the sandbar, and they're getting closer. Do I spot pink in the distance? Well, I rolled a four, so I'd say so. Oh, fuck. Um, Okay, Cammy is going to get on deck and then immediately say, please, I'm so faint, and then pass the fuck out. I'm I'm also so faint from doing one one activity. And she's going to go into Nani. Yes. Disengage from this guy that she's grappling. Okay. Dive off the boat. Yes. And then swim towards where the high roses were spotted. Okay. Yes, Julia. All right. Umbi and Troy, you are now slurping your way down to the hold. Well, the the boat lurches, and Umbi manages to stabilize himself, and is like, whoa, what was that? And then Troy hits him in his back, and they fall over. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it might be me. <laughs> Both of you take four points of damage, because Troy's arrow actually accidentally went into Umbi. Oh, man, and I was Umbi- always told it's the most embarrassing thing that could happen to an archer. Not on my butt again! Uh, and Umbi's rough skin scraped off a bunch of your skin for uh, I'm sorry, hey, I'm sorry. excuse me, I have lotions and salves <laughs> and old man ointments. I don't know, I'm skin. looking at this four, and I think it's because of your skin. <laughs> Incredible. Um, maybe, let's just figure out what's in the boat and get the hell out of here. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. Is there any sort of indication about where the cargo hold might be or yeah yeah i mean because this is a freighter it's like mostly cargo hold so there's like only one place to go Great. it's very much just like yeah you can find your way down there uh there are two guards standing in front of the door that leads to the cargo hold again most of them have their brains exposed it's also dark down here and the only light is being illuminated from their greenhouses you also hear that there's a lot of movement happening above you and also like now coming down below into the hold, being like, who turned on the engines? What engines? It didn't happen in the it didn't happen in the main steering area. Was there did someone hit the emergency move the boat button? <laughs> so are they disoriented? They're catching their footing after lurching forward. Brandon, I could shoot an arrow, the bomb arrow, like to the side or out a window. That's what I was thinking. I have a timed bomb, yeah. Is there an open port that we could do that? Or if I do the arrow, it can probably just pierce the side of the boat. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Since you're below decks, there's definitely, yeah, there would be, a, there's a window, but I think that would only, like, moment, that would not necessarily get them to move out of the way, but they would be distracted. Great. Good enough That's all us. I think we need. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, Yeah, I think I'm going to load a timed demolition bomb onto an arrow that Troy has. Totally. And set it for, like, six seconds or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, Troy will knock that arrow and shoot it as far away as they can see with the idea of making the guards turn away from where we are. So, like, if we are, you know, in front of them to the left, I want to shoot it behind them to the right. Yeah, I think they're, like, around, you're appearing around the corner, and that that's where the hold is, and these two, two guards are standing there. Um, let me see how distracted they get. Yep, I rolled an ele- I rolled an 11, and they go, Wow, what was that? Explosion! <laughs> hold on, let me radio this in. Uh, as one of them closes their eyes and puts their hands on their greenhouse as the other one is like looking out of a porthole and trying to see more of the explosion. Go, go, go. Troy and Abby are going to run up, uh, crouch run up behind them while they're distracted and uh, hit him on the back of the head. 
Yeah, Umbi's got a uh, like a little cannonball, like a pet rock almost, but that's a oh, cannonball. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the outpost, Commander Vineyard has his ha- has like the bridge of his nose pinched and said, "Okay, I know that you. I said that there was just standard things, but that doesn't mean you need to come down to the kitchen and take all of the frying pans. That feels unnecessary." <laughs> and then Troy and Umbi look at each other like in Scooby Doo, and three, two, one, and hit him on the back of the head. Clang! All right, give me attack rolls, please. That's another natural one. What the fuck is happening? What the fuck? I get two attacks, so I'm going to miss on my first and try again on my second. All right. All right. Uh, That's an eight to hit. You would say I'm not proficient in a frying pan, right? I would say you're not proficient, though. Cool. Well, I got a five minus one for four. Interesting. I don't, guys. So that's it, Eric. What do we do? What happens? Does that hit? I just, these guards have an armor class of what? Like five, right? Can I get maybe advantage because they're distracted? Yes, you can both get advantage. Yes, you guys can okay. get advantage because you're, you're distracted. They're distracted. Well, that's a natural twenty, baby. Wow. Yeah, Umbi hits both of them at the same time, and I got an eleven plus three for a fourteen to hit. Nice. All right, let me ch- let me check. I should have given you advantage before, but I'm glad. I'm glad we were like, oops, oops, what's happening? Uh oh. Oops, whoops. Yup, okay, yeah, the armor class you're looking for is 12. Bang, bang, clang. Uh, and I assume with my natural 20, they're knocked out, right? Yeah, yeah those, those dudes are knocked out. You actually hear crash, crash, as you destroy the greenhouse, encapsulating both their brains. Ooh. That doesn't hurt them, does it? Like, kill them? Uh-oh. I, I wanted to do non-lethal damage. Oh, here. it was a non-lethal frying pan, for sure. Yeah, with, just a little knock out. With a natural 20, you also hear clang, 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 as you see that there is a key that skitters in front of you. Hey. I grab that key, and I throw it in the door. And then it bounces off the door and falls back on the ground. Okay, now <laughs> I insert it in the lock. Okay, one ball. Ah, better, better. Ah, uh, got him. Troy taps his temple. Smart. Okay. The key goes into the lock. And I turn it, Eric. Yeah. Nice. And then I turn it, and then I try the handle, and I slowly open the door. As you slowly open the door, you hear waves lapping against the sandbank. You just see out the back of the boat. What? Is this? I don't... Troy sticks his hand forward. Is it a mirror? No. You, your hand is fully through the back of the boat. Is this where the back of the boat should be? Yes, this is where the back of the boat should be. Okay, it's not just like a fucking like weird portal thing. No, this is the back of the boat. Okay. Is the back of the boat on the sandbank? Well, it's not moving. No, it's like hanging out into the water, but it's not moving because the boat's not moving because the boat is stuck on the sandbank. Why would they lock a door to the back of the boat? But sorry, is there more boat that is broken off of the boat? No. Okay. No, it is just you are looking out onto the cool, hot psh, waves of the boiling reefs. Well, uh, uh, should we dive in, I guess? I don't know. Do we get turned around? Back on the deck. Cammy, what's go? You flopped. Now, what, what would you like to happen? I don't know what's going on on the deck because Cammy is fully seeing and hearing through the eyes of Nani right now. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. Give me a perception check. I got you. Okay. Uh, my perception is plus two, so that is going to be a dirty 20 for Nani. Wonderful. Nani slurps up onto the sandbank and sees three figures that are pulling into, like, official uniforms that say sea police on them. (laughs) (laughs) And do they have, like, a boat or something that they're... Yeah, there's, like, a small motor... There's, like, on the other side of the sandbank, there's, like, a small motor boat. You can also see that they, like one of them has like a pink undershirt that's underneath 
underneath their uniform. Another one is like stuffing socks like into the pants. Another one like is taking off like a bunch of pink jewelry and shoving it in their pocket. Okay, what I would like to do is I'd like to have Nani go back into the water. Okay. And I would like Nani to approach the back of their motorboat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And through Nani, I am going to cast Rusting Grasp on the motor. Yes, Julia. <laughs> that is awesome. Tell me about Rusting that spell. Tell me about Rusting Grasp, please. When targeting a non-magical metal object not worn or carried, you can corrode and destroy parts of the object you choose that can fit within a one-foot cube. I feel like Julia just made this up. I know. <laughs> no, baby, this is a Valda Spire of Secrets original. Thanks, Valdas. Thank Thanks, you, Valdas. It is a third-level spell, so it's pretty high in my spell list. But Let me do a quick check to see if anyone notices. Can I have her stealth? Because she has high stealth. Yeah, roll a stealth check against it. Uh, that is a 12 plus 4 for a 16. Wonderful. I got an 8. Uh, no one notices as this, as this little octopus <laughs> puts her tentacles on the engine of this motorboat. And then it just like instantly becomes something that's $5 in Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> yeah. It just completely destroys the middle part where the engine part would be. It's not going to run, yeah. is my intention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you hear, all right, so the thing is we're sea police, and we're telling them that we have to inspect under, we have to inspect their cargo for illegal things. Um, oh, but what if they're, what if they, um, think, try to attack us? Well, then obviously we'll pull out our guns and take care of it. I think that's a really good idea. You're so smart, and I'm glad that we're all in a polycool together. I know. I really trust all of you, and I like having sex individually with all of your faces and genitals. Can we not talk about this? We're on a job. Please. <laughs> Julia, Amanda, nobody talk. Let Eric, let Eric cook. Keep going, Eric. Keep going. And then they, like, high-step their way through the water over where the boat has run aground. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to, like, give Nani the task of following these people to the boat. Sure. And then Cammy is going to come back on the deck of the boat being like, oh, that was so... I don't know what came over me. And then, Cammy, you hear bang, bang, bang on the side of the ship and be like, all right, what's all this then? What's this What's this ship doing ground up against the side of the sandbar? We're the sea police and we gotta look at your things. Cammy is going to turn around and be like, but the sea police don't patrol around here. I think you're imposters. <laughs> nice. Ooh, smart. Nice. It's <laughs> great. I love this. Clearly they're saboteurs. They must have been the ones that hit the button. Make a charisma roll for me. For me. I'll give you advantage because that was very funny. <laughs> Is this great. inspiration? Uh, that's a 15 plus 3. A few that the sailors come on and be like, hey, yeah, you shouldn't be patrolling this way. That's why we go this way, so the sea police don't look at our stuff. <laughs> hey. 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 Let me, let me see. Let me see your badges. Nice. All right. Then let me just come on on the ship for us to figure this out. And then you hear a clang as they throw the grapp a grappling hook up. You shouldn't let them on the boat. Hold on. They might be sea police. I don't think that they are. The sea police don't come around here. I don't know why Cammy all of a sudden sounds like Dorothy, but it's incredible. <laughs> Too late. We're already on board. As the three sea police throw their uniforms as quickly as possible off. And we're like, hey, we're the, hey, we're the high rose pirates and we're taking all of your stuff. 
reach for the sky as they all take out guns. What can Umby and Troy see from the back of the boat? Oh, can nothing. Can see any of this? Nothing. Uh, you are hearing there is a commotion above you, and that's a perfect time to go back to you as Umby and Troy are looking out, out of the back of the boat. I would like to go back to the guard that we knocked out, one of the guards that we knocked out, and investigate their brain. Okay, sure, yeah. Medicine. And, and you know, while I'm there, just check their pockets and all yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. With a net 20, I would say everything fell out of their pockets. Excellent. We love to see it. But, yeah, I also want to do an investigation or a nature or something to see if I can discern anything from this brain situation. Arcana medicine, what I would say. Uh, let's do Arcana, then, because I have high Arcana. Yeah. yeah. Nope, Brandon didn't roll well again. I got a six plus six for 12. Hey, well, that's not bad. Um, it's upper half. Yeah. Anything you were able to suss out, I think, because you shattered the greenhouse, it's kind of like you broke the magic item. Did we shatter them both? Yeah, you shattered them both. So I think that with a 12, it's like, well, this thing was doing something. Uh, the brain seems to be okay, and they definitely seem to be alive still. But anything you were able to, like, foretell necessarily... It's weird. It, this truly is their brains exposed. I'm sure you've seen a brain before. And it's like this weird, like, this weird wrinkle. Like, you're seeing all the, the I think it looks like a human brain, but it's green. That's me in my head. That's what I, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Eric, mm -hmm. I don't want to know about you, but what if it's like a tangle of thickets? I was thinking that, but then I decided it was funnier if it was just brain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that was my first thought, but I think that it's green. It's just brain, but green. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Every green folk has brain but green. Every green folk has brain but green. Now, guys, I have a perfect plan. What if I throw a bomb on the ceiling and try to burst the hole? Brandon, <laughs> that's a great idea. No notes. <laughs> I have some notes. <laughs> um, I have no idea what to do next then, Amanda. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think we just run through the boat until we find what's inside or we go above decks if we hear commotion. Yeah. Is there anything else on this level or should we just Eric or should we just go upstairs I'm just help? I'm really confused how we got to the back of the boat when we were when we were running through the engine room toward the middle of the boat if you want a clue um, both of you then mail me five dollars right now no no <laughs> okay. I think you should do it um, I mean look here wait okay here's the plan is it true Eric that if we were to visually inspect the boat that door would be somewhere near the middle or the middle third or the middle two-thirds of the boat? Or would it be literally at the back of the boat? If you all want to make a roll to ask a question, that sounds great. Okay, what roll should I do there? Yeah, make a perception check or investigation check. Okay, they're both supposed to be for me. I do have proficiency with, with vehicles. Can I have a like investigation roll with advantage to see the layout of this boat? Sure. Give me some perception checks. Yeah, please do, because I got a natural one. Your finger is in the brain <laughs> of the guy. Right. You were of the guy. It's like I like how it feels. It's weird. With advantage, it's only a six. I don't know six. what's happening to me today. It, this is I would to answer Brandon's question. I will say yes. There should be more boat, but there is not. You're just looking out the back of the boat. Okay, cool. So here's a thought. Uh huh. We could split up. One of us could go help out on top, and one of us could just like run full bore into this door and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, if we have climbing and, and water, let's just hold hands and jump. That's fine. Yeah. Do you want to, does one of us want to go up and help out Cammy though, or? I got it. I think we wouldn't know what's happening up there. All we hear is commotion, and I, I don't know if we would know that that's different from the commotion we heard before. That's true. True. I think that's great, and we should just jump. This is going to jump? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Umbi slowly takes Troy's hand and looks him in the eye and says, If we die... Well, I was going to say you can have my stuff, but you'll be dead too. Let's go! Woo! <laughs> thought you were going to say we died together, but, you know. Incredible. Please make an athletics check. Finally, something I have proficiency. Does it, is it for climbing? No. No, no, no. It's for jumping. 8 plus 4, 12. Okay. 10 plus 2 for 12. For 12? Ooh, okay. twins! Twins! <laughs> your hands clasped with each other's... <laughs> uh-huh. your, your fingers intertwined, hands clasped. You take a big running start. One, two, three! As you run and jump through the door. Cammy back above. You're like, all right, reach for this guy. And be like, all of the sailors up there, like 10 people in unison say, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then you hear, and out of the greenhouse, big fans come out, just the size of everyone's heads. And then it goes, and I need all of you on that side of the boat, the High Rose Pirates, Cammy, and Havana, to make strength saving throws. That's Woof. a natural 20 minus one. Whoa. Incredible. Damn. Give me two seconds. He's got 18,000 dice to roll. <laughs> Brandon, I was going to say earlier that it's it's humbling that Julia's familiar is a more competent D&D player than me. And then and then Julia pulled out that spell. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> I know what I'm about I just know how to use the things that I've given my character, you know? I like, love that's it. that's what it is at the end of the day, is like, know the tools you're using. <laughs> it's rolling so much. Okay. The wind immediately rushes past you of all of you. Everyone on that side of the boat stumbles back and tries to grab your feet. With a nat 20, Cammy, how do you stabilize yourself? Cammy just, like, stretches her arms out like she's a Ghibli movie character, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear, whoa, as two of the High Rose pirates fly over the side of the boat, and so does Kunk, Kunk, remember me, Havana, <laughs> as he flies off the side of the boat. He'll be fine. It's not, he's, there's a sandbar there. He'll be all right. <laughs> and one of the High Rose pirates is clinging to the railing on the bow of this ship. And then you hear, as the freighter backs up off of the sandbar and back to Umbi and Troy, you jump clear out of the back of the boat, but just far enough that you don't get run over by the trade winds as it backs up and tries to escape out into the boiling reef. Over the gusting wind, you hear the collective voice of all of the sailors say, It doesn't seem like anyone here is who they say they are. Let's start with you. What's up? Hello. 